Welcome to Mudbloods Podcast, a podcast for all things Harry Potter and the Wizarding World. I'm Ethan. And I'm Katie. Alright, today we're going to start things off with a new segment I like to call This Week in Wizard History. In Wizard History, according to the Harry Potter Wiki. So, uh, January 4th, 1995, Rita, Rita Skeeter uh, released an article stating that Rubius Hagrid is a half-giant. Um, Hagrid goes into hiding and is ashamed to be seen in public. This leads to the trio and Dumbledore trying to cheer him up and reminding him that they are still friends. It's also uh, Tom Riddle's birthday on January 1st. I don't know. It's not in the, in the wiki. It's interesting. Um, another one is that today... Or sorry, not today. January 5th, 1994, Harry has his first lesson with Remus Lupin on the Patronus charm. And he succeeds in conjuring a non-corporeal uh, Patronus in the form of a shield, an impressive feat for a 13-year-old wizard, and manages to hold the Bogart uh, Dementor at bay. I thought that was really cool. And then January 6th, 1997, um, Harry has his third lesson with Dumbledore. And during this lesson, Harry is assigned the task of retrieving the true memory from Slughorn. And... Finally, um, January 7th in 1997, Potions Master Horace Slughorn presented each of his six-year stu- uh, po- students um, potions with a vial of his poison um, so that they could brew an adequate antidote under the principle of Golpilot's Third Law. So I thought that was kind of cool. Something. Alrighty, so I think I went first last time. Mm-hmm. So this should be your turn. It is my turn. Okay, so I was thinking about um, the sorting, kind of, and like, because we're both Gryffindors, mm-hmm. and how we make assumptions on people based on that, or how we, based on what we think the houses are, what we would assume people would be. Like, when I first met you, I probably actually would have assumed that you're a Hufflepuff, because my first... Um, experience of you you seemed really happy-go-lucky and very family oriented which you still are kind of those things it sounds like weasley's to be honest but okay but yeah but those are also very hufflepuff-esque qualities as well i would it's say a... that's more of a anything quality but mm-hmm. okay and i think a lot of people like don't assume on when they first meet me that i'm a gryffindor because i assume most people would put me in ravenclaw i think and I'm just like, that's kind of interesting that we, like, make our generations in particular makes judgments on people kind of almost based on, like, their knowledge of the Harry Potter books and, like, the houses and the sorting and all that. I don't think judging people is ever going to go away. Well, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Um, I, I usually just... I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe. I, I think... People tend to sort people how they perceive them and how they perceive the houses. If you don't like Slytherins, then you're going to sort people you don't like as a Slytherin. You know what I'm saying? I mean, kind of. But, like, I can... Like, there's people that I didn't like them when I first met them, and I wouldn't have naturally put them in Slytherin because they don't seem like a Slytherin to me. Um, Well, I mean, it's just going to be the houses that you don't like the most, I would say, in that sense, then. Maybe. I don't know, because, like... And I think, like, Hufflepuff gets this a lot, like, the whole idea that they're just a bunch of duffers or they're just kind of, like, the, like, you you call them the weird kids or, yeah, like, the they, Puffs idea that all the Puffs are just kind of dumb. And it's, like, 
it's interesting that we just put all the people that were like, oh, you're happy, go lucky, and love to eat food. Automatically, you're a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I would. Or I, you're. I, see, I, think, I think that's based on people's interpretation because I, I would not, I would not say happy, go lucky is anything that I'm going to categorize people as. I think. Well, think about like all the puffs though. In puffs, like they're like, hi, happy to be here. Like that's what I think most people assume. Like all Hufflepuffs are like. I think that's the interpretation that Matt had of them. I think, but that he had that interpretation based on what he saw in the fandom. Maybe. I'm, I'm just saying, like, after watching Harry Potter, or even reading it, I never would have associated happy-go-lucky with Puffs. I mean, I don't necessarily think I would have either, but it just seems like that is a standard thing that people just do for some reason. Or, like, the idea that Gryffindors are just a bunch of jocks. Like, that's a pervasive one in the fandom. And, like, me, I didn't do sports growing up. Like, I was not a sports kid. I did one sport one year. I did tennis when I was in seventh grade. That's it. I was not a sports kid. Um, but, like, you are a sports kid. Like, you grew up doing sports. So, like, people would be like, oh, well, he's a jock, so maybe he would be a, a Gryffindor. I would say the two athletic houses would be more Gryffindor and Slytherin. And I think it's I think it's kind of implied in the books, too. <clears throat> a little bit. I don't think we really see, we don't really get to see a lot of the other houses in the books, which kind of sucks. Um, but I do think, like, we are given people in the other, in other houses that are athletic, because, like, Cedric Diggory is really good at being a seeker. Cho is supposed to be a really good seeker. So I don't know if we necessarily say the only good athletes are in these two houses. No, I just say they're the more athletic houses. And I don't... Said know if you can really say that Slytherin based in the books is an athletic house since they basically cheat to win pretty much all the time. I mean, but cheating, if they're going to cheat to win, that means they must have points somewhere from something because they don't, I mean, they, they cheat. I didn't say they cheat all the time, but also like, you don't, you just don't see any of the other houses really win Quidditch much. We hear it in passing, I think a couple of times. A few times, but not, not a ton. Usually it's Slytherin or it's Gryffindor. Yeah. So yeah. That's why I would assume they're athletic houses. It's just kind of interesting, like, what we categorize the... Kind of how we even categorize, as a fandom, the houses as, like, Gryffindors are the jocks, Ravenclaws are the, the smart kids, and it's only, like, book smart. It's not any other kind of smart. Um, Slytherins are the evil kids in the books. The Hufflepuffs are just kind of the, the leftovers. Yeah, I'd say they're the afterthoughts, if anything. Yeah. So now they have Fantastic Beasts, so they're not as much of an afterthought now. So that's good. Yeah, I don't really follow it. Yep, so that was just a random thought I had. That's it? Mm-hmm. Oh. I told you I didn't have much. Okay, well, um, mine today, I wanted to go back and and talk a little bit about... Something that kind of, I don't know, it kind of bothers me um, just in movies or stories in general. Now, I also, I get that this is virtually impossible to get correctly. And um, it, it's just because of the nature of what it is. And I mean, maybe I don't understand it well, but I, I, I put a lot of thought into <laughs> to this topic um, in just different, different fandoms or different subjects or whatever. And um, it's time travel. So... Um, time travel is something that's, that's hit a lot. One of my favorite 
time travel episodes is um it's in a it's in a series of dark matter um it really has to do with going back in a loop uh, over and over again because they're essentially time travel um kind of similar to happy death day honestly um but there's one there's a, there's a ton those are two episodes just episode of uh, things that uh there's a movie and then there's a, a tv series that that dealt with loops and then you have um some really good examples like i think primer is an excellent example of time travel uh even though it's kind of hard to understand you need to watch it multiple times um back to the future obviously it's it's fun it's i don't know how accurate it would be or um what's another really good time travel one um, i mean the only time travel thing i've really watched is doctor who doctor who's okay and i, I like the way they incorporate it in some things um but uh my main issue that i have with time travel things is that it just doesn't make sense for how it would work and to to be fair harry potter kind of does a decent job in it but um in the prisoner of azkaban you know obviously they get the the time turner or hermione gets it and they go back in time and i really liked it you know the first time you really start to think what the heck happened is when um hermione looks out the window after the pot breaks stuff and then with harry gets hit in the head oh um, yeah the movie version of it yeah and so i'm like okay then they're doing this right that's cool i like that i remember reading it and be like oh i think this is this is weird um but i just i have a hard time believing it because of how time travel would work theoretically i mean obviously i don't understand how it might work um uh, but do you have any do you have any thoughts on um, I actually, I know one of the things she has apologized for is how bad her time travel was. I didn't even think it was that bad. It's um, just one thing. Which is why she destroys all the time turners in the um, Department of Mysteries in the fifth book. Because she didn't want to be able to use that as a device anymore. Because she's like, I know I did not do that well. I, th I do think the book version of events makes more sense. Like, I hated in the movie Hermione just showing up randomly in the middle of classes because that's not how it was described to me so I was not a fan of them of that kind of stuff in the movie see I didn't think it was that different from the books to be fair it, it's vastly different from the books because in the book she's always with them which is why they're always so confused how she's going to these extra classes because she's always with them um, when she goes to classes, like the only time that she's not with them is they go to charms one time and she's gone back to the, um, like the common room to right. read and she falls asleep. But for the most part, she's always with the boys except when they're fighting and then they don't really care what she's doing. Um, so I kind of didn't like the way the movie did that, but I, there, I have a lot of issues with the third movie. I didn't, I didn't actually think that was bad at all. I think obviously you can't do it exactly the same way as the books i think that was them trying to show that there's time travel but at the same time i don't think it like i think the stuff in the hagrid's hut does work fairly well but i think it's the only time it really matters it's the only time it really works it's the only time it matters and it is like the only time it kind of matters except you're supposed to have these like questions of like how is hermione going to all these classes yeah, but you're supposed to just... Because she's always with us. Yeah, but you're, you're, that's, the, I mean, that's the only thing you're supposed to have a passing thought. You're not actually supposed to put a whole lot of... Which is the which is it. the mystery that we are setting up. Kind of, but it, I mean, just that's more of a... I'm not sure it's a huge mystery that you're trying to solve throughout the whole thing. 
But I've just come to realize most time travel stuff in kind of any media makes no sense. I was gonna say, like, like, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's never it, going to work. It's like you took yours from a completely literary standpoint, and that, that's not at all what I was talking about. Um, I'm talking about from a science standpoint. Like, how would that even work? Do you have any I mean, problems with how it would I, work? The idea of it is you're somehow able to fold. No, I know. I know that. But, like, but, I'm looking from a logic standpoint. Well, I think you're still time travel able. is not logical. I mean, it, it is kind of logical. But it is I'm, illogical. I mean, it, it, in, in science, it is theoretical. So, But theoretical is, doesn't mean logical. No, that means there's theories behind it which have mathematical basis. So I'm, I'm just looking like... I, I think it's odd. The funny thing is the, the one thing that I think makes it wildly impossible is one thing you have not even talked about. That's why I was I, interested. I, well, I mean, from a linear, non-subjective view, time is just timey-wimey spaceball. But... It, I don't know. I don't know what you're getting at. <laughs> I know, as I'm saying, like, you just, you, you're not at all in the same ballpark as what I'm talking about. Well, I'm trying to focus just on that because when I just think about time travel as a, as a whole, as a, as a concept, my brain just wants to break because it doesn't make sense to my brain. Because I just don't see that ever becoming an actual reality. Well, it doesn't have to become an actual reality, but like, I'm just saying, like, in theory, how would it be possible? Do you have any do you have any thoughts because um, like there's there's one main thing that makes the whole possibility it like let's let's we're just gonna go ahead and assume that it, that it can happen right and mm -hmm. so what makes it impossible in the third movie or even in the book really i just there's no way that there was a first time huh? because it all it hinges on everything having already happened but but what was the first time because Hermione got the idea to throw the thing because Hermione threw the thing at herself but what happened the very first time because obviously she didn't get something thrown at her it's just interesting because I believe I, I think that's fine honestly because if you think about it like from a from a standpoint of going back in time let's say that we go back in time and somebody saves us right mm -hmm. even if it is ourselves we have to save us. So, but that's a paradox. You can't touch yourself. No, I didn't, but I'm not saying you have to touch yourself, but you can't, that, but that was essentially the same thing. They just saved themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if we go through the first time that event still will have happened, it has to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's already happened. And so that's what I think is interesting. So it, let's assume we're going through life on, uh, through the first time, then no matter what, any events that happen in the future, if we go back in time, they still happened back in our time in the past because that was what the time was in the past. So that, <laughs> essentially, it already happened at the same time, and it had to happen at the same time because that was the past. You know what I'm saying? See, but that's what I'm saying. That, that makes no sense because if the future hinges on me going back to the past, but those events happened in, in my past, the future hasn't happened yet. So unless you're saying everything is happening at the same time. Right, but I'm saying, but the, but the present is happening, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say we were sitting at a table and, you know, at this point in time, and then 10 years from now, we realize we have to go back in time and put um, a ball on the table next to you. 
right, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And so we go back in time and do that. We should already have the memory of that ball randomly appearing because that in the past that happened, right? Because we just went back to the past. We went back to that point in time and it was there. And so we would have had to have already lived through the fact that it was there. Mm-hmm. And we have to because it was there. And so then we would go through time knowing we'd have to know that we'd have to go back and plant that ball. And even what we would have already done it, essentially. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. But then I'm saying that's why time travel is illogical and will never make sense to me. Because I just, my reality can't bend that far. It can't. <laughs> you're, you're just, your mind can't bend that far. It can't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's very, it's very philosophical. It's, it's to too. Theoretical stuff. It's almost like when I think about like, like reading Revelations, I can't do it because the stuff that's in Revelations is just too insane and metaphorical for me that I'm like, if I read this, my my brain will melt yeah. and I will be in a padded cell. I just think it's interesting because like, no matter what we do in the future, if we do change it, then it has to change the past. Because like, and what's, um, what is it? Um, Safety Not Guaranteed, the movie, they go, he has to go back in time to save his girlfriend and um the whole story they talk about going back and saving his girlfriend that's what happens that's what happens that's what happens and then at one point the girl does the research she's like that never happened why what you're lying to me would never even we that that event never happened and he's like no that just means i went back and stopped it from happening so it wouldn't be there anymore it's not you know it wouldn't be there because it didn't happen now that means it worked because it's still in his memory right because he's mm-hmm. the one that did it but to everybody else, it would not be in the memory of that happening, which I think is that's correct, right? That's that's the correct thinking, because it would erase it from happening in the past, because she would have never died. Now somebody, somebody would have had to save her, and that's that's what it basically goes on to say. Um, he ends up looking crazy, but like in theory, that's right. So like the the part that really bothers me is. At the end, and I love this sequence when he is with Sirius and the and the Dementors are circling, and they come down and they're about to perform the Dementors kiss, right? And they're all sitting there about to get them. And what happens? What happens when they do the Dementors kiss? Well, um, no, no, he no, sees no, no, the no, no, stag. No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. What happens? Tell me what happens when the Dementors kiss is performed. Like in the movie, or what's actually supposed to happen? I'm talking about in Harry Potter lore. So the Dementors kiss, what they're, it's supposed to be this thing where they like clamp onto your mouth and like suck your soul through your mouth. Right, and you die, right? Yeah. Right, so... So like I don't think what's happening in the well, movie is a Dementors kiss. Well, no, that, that's, that's what happened in the series anyway. Um, it was just represented differently. But we have to assume that had he been left alone there, Harry would have eventually been killed, yes? Possibly. Probably. Well, I mean, the Dementors kiss doesn't kill you. But... You're just a shell of a human being. Like, you're still living. You just I mean, don't okay, have a soul. I mean, okay, but you can't do anything, right? I mean, I assume it, you it, would eventually die. I was like, well, they never really talk about what happened, but I'm saying, theoretically, we're assuming it kills you or puts you in, like, a vegetable-like state. Yeah, right? I think okay. you're more vegetative. So, if that's the case, and they're going through it the first time, right? Mm-hmm. I think this is, I mean, they, they, I think they partially got this correct, but it doesn't create a, create a paradox. Harry is saved by his future self, correct? Yes. So, but how in the world was Harry there to save himself 
if he would have been killed or if he would have had the Dementor's Kiss performed on him. Well, because Harry never would have had the Dementor's Kiss performed on him because they weren't going to perform the Dementor's Kiss on Harry. But that was, but they were definitely taking stuff from him as well. See, if we're talking about the movie, this is where I think Alfonso Cuaron really messed up because he wanted to show them draining the happiness and all that stuff for him. But what it actually, it, it does end up looking like they're doing the Dementor's Kiss, but they're not. But they are on Sirius. No, they're not. You see him stop breathing and the last bit of his soul come out. Yeah, but they're not. That's that's what I'm saying. That's a movieism. That's not supposed to actually happen in the right, movie. Right, I'm just saying, but like, I'm just taking it for reference. That's all I'm taking. Um, so, I, I don't know. I guess he would have died. Right. Or been a vegetable. Right, you would. Yeah, that's what you'd assume. So, if that's the case, having it going through the first time, how would he have been alive or functional, functional enough to come back and save himself? Someone else would have had to save him. Well, he, he probably well, Snape he, at that he, point. He wouldn't have, is my point. That time travel that makes that time travel part impossible. Mm-hmm. Because if we're assuming that they're going to take his everything and make him like a vegetable or kill him, then he cannot come back in the future to save himself. That's my whole problem with the time travel in that movie. That's the only thing that I really have a problem with. Because I'm like, that's not. I mean, I love it, but it's just not feasible, and it doesn't actually work. Because you have to, you have to survive something to go back and save yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he would have. I mean, I, get to, I guess at that point we have to assume that he would have been not Dementor kissed. Well, or just not killed, but at the same time, Sirius probably. Would I mean, have Sirius would have. Been. Yeah. No, well, almost been. Well, I mean, I guess at that point, from the first time, it would have Sirius would have died, and he would have been dead for a little bit until they went back. And then he wouldn't have died. Everybody would be like, what are you talking about? Sirius never died. Right? Because they wouldn't have known. Mm-hmm. But they they would have had to see that. So I, I just thought it was really interesting. I was like, that's... Yeah, while it's done correctly, it also feels very... Inc- well, I guess it's just... You have to do a lot of assuming all the way around. But... Um, I do think the answer probably would have been Snape. Because he's... even. I think even in the book, I, I know he's knocked out. But he's not that far away... And I'm, I'm, he can do, we know he can do a Patronus. So I would have assumed the first time, if the very, very first time before Harry went back time, Snape probably would have been the one that would have saved him. And because he has that dope Patronus, Harry could have seen that and thought that, that it was a stag because he's, you know, half insane because he's having his entire tragedy. So wait, 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 are you saying that him. he wasn't saved by himself? I think he is saved by himself in the book. But what I'm saying is, like, if we're going off the theory that there had to be a first time where he doesn't go back in time, the only the only other option would have been that's, Snape that's, in the dough. That's not what I'm saying. I know that's not what you're saying, but I'm having to say there has to there had to be a first time where Harry didn't go back and didn't see this didn't see the stag. No, that's not what I'm saying. Still, I mean, okay. kind of. I'm saying that there had you had to he had. I mean, he I'm always had to go the, back. I'm saying that the first time. If we're saying he died, then he couldn't have seen himself but, in, in the past. But he, but in, mm-hmm. in with the way time travel works, he would have had to have seen himself. He would have had to see something. Okay, essentially, but yes, saying something had to save him. So, but then that that, that wipes out the whole thing if, if he would have died. So I don't think he would have died. Is the thing I don't think there is a 
I don't think there is a re a version of that events where Harry died. I I think there totally is because we know the Dementors weren't really on his side at all. Well, they're not. They're only on their side. They're not on anybody's side. Right. That's my whole point. But we know, like later, they're totally on the the bad side. Well, they're on whoever's going to give them soul side. Like, if Voldemort stopped being right. useful to them, he would they would have just sucked his soul out too. Which I mean, they wouldn't have got much of a snack. But... I, I would have. I would have. I mean, just kind of implies that they were always kind of on the bad side. I mean, they're definitely evil creatures. Mm-hmm. They're dark creatures. So I mean, what's the? I, I don't think they would have stopped. No, they they only worked for the the government because the government was giving them prisoners to feed off of. Right. Once they were able, when someone is like, hey, we can give you more food, they're like, chill, we'll, we'll switch sides, okay. No, no, I just, I just, I guess, but I don't know. I always thought that was interesting because to to go through the first time, you would have still had to have been saved. Mm-hmm. But. It just depends but on. It, but it, it, if it, we're looking, if it would have. He would have had to not die the first time. Yeah. No matter what the first time is, he couldn't have died. So or whether he's always seen himself or if the very, very, whatever I, I, the first time is, think, is the dough. I don't think Snape has anything to do with it, to be honest. Like, I don't, I don't think. I mean, that's, that's the, what, what I'm talking about anyway. Yeah. I'm just saying if he, if he always saw some big white thing coming across the lake at him or coming to him to save him, if it's not his stag... We know it can't be James' stag because James right. is dead. It has to be something that looks like a stag. Right. No, I get that. Like that. The only thing... No, I, I totally understand that. The thing. only person that we now know it, has a deer-like Patronus... we know that it's not Snape. I'm just saying the first very, 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 right. very first Again, time I'm just saying, might have been well, Snape. Well, we know that it can't be Snape. How do we know that? Because Harry literally goes to the opposite side of the, the, the lake and Snape is not there. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so it can't be Snape ever because it's mean, the same maybe. point in time. So Snape would have been there if he had saved him the first time. I'm saying there's a theoretical. No, that's not theoretical. That's completely inaccurate now, <laughs> because he's not there. Well, I'm just saying if there, whatever that first time was, it was Harry. But it can't be anything other than Harry. There had to be a part in the timeline where Harry didn't go back because he had to go back. That's what I'm saying. It can't be though is my whole point because harry would have i'm gonna assume he would have died well he wouldn't have died okay well, i think then, we've, we've then, established okay, he wouldn't have died right okay then then why did he go back and to save him? sirius so sirius would have died to get sirius out of the tower because sirius hasn't even been dementored kissed yet he's right. just sitting in a tower right. so they go back to get buckbeak to go up to the tower to send sirius off on his happy days so Sirius isn't even like in danger. Well, I mean, he is in danger of being kissed, but at the moment that Dumbledore sends them back in time, he hasn't been kissed yet. Right. They're sending him back, so he that reality would never take hold. Essentially. But he, I guess, kind of, but. So there is a reality where Buckbeak did get his head chopped off. But I don't. As I'm saying, I don't think there. I don't think there can be. Is my whole point. Because it, it does create more paradoxes. I mean, there is no way to do time travel without a paradox. Like, I mean, I, there is. It's just... Difficult. I mean, unless you literally show up in that place and you don't move, you are going to touch something that you should not touch. 
you're going to interact with someone you should not interact with. Because the idea of time travel is dangerous. That's... No, the whole thing is... No, that's not what I'm talking about. Like, a the whole thing is, like, the if something happened the first time, it theoretically, it, could, it would have always happened the same way because you went back and changed it. So that means the first time it would have been changed. Maybe. It has to. That's just the way time works. Which well, is weird. We technically don't know how time works. Well, no, they, they mathematically really proven works. that. Like, that, that, that's how it would work. I've never seen that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's in theoretical physics. Well, I did not take theoretical physics. Oh, I didn't take theoretical physics either. I just, just looking into all the stuff, like, you, you can't actually, like, to go back and change the past, it wouldn't actually work. You can't change the past. Yeah. And so, um... But in a fantasy novel, you can do whatever you want because it's fantasy. No, I know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I just always, it's always kind of bothered me because I'm like, that doesn't make any sense that how could Harry save himself to go back if he couldn't save himself the first time, but he knows he needs to save himself later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, that it's one of those things sense. where like, and this is just me when I read fantasy or watch fantasy or sci-fi where I just go, in real life, this makes absolutely no sense. It would never yeah. work. So I'm just yeah. going to accept it. As a mom, I'm going to go with it. <laughs> I'm just like, I, like, I, like, in the movie, I loved it. I love that part. I was like, that's awesome. I love this. Um, yeah, I like from, I like the time travel they show from Hermione going back with Harry to the to the end of that. But all of the, I don't like how they foreshadow it. In the in the beginning parts of the movie, I don't like that part. Oh, that didn't bother me. I, what I really would think would have been really cool is had, and I know this isn't plausible, but I would have loved to see it actually have been James going to the future because he knew he had to save him. Goes to the future, saves him, and then immediately turns, finds Harry, because Harry went back in time, and then James disappears. You know what I'm saying? Because he has to go back. I thought that would have been really cool. I guess. I don't. How would James have ever known he needs to go forward there in time to save his son? There some kind of prophecy son. or something. I don't know, because there are prophecies. Yeah, but I think... that makes more sense to me. Like if we're going and not having a difficult time understanding things. Yeah, but I mean, like honestly, most of the prophecies that we get in Harry Potter don't actually mean anything. Um. Well, they mean something to whoever it's about. Um. Because like. Especially, like, the main prophecy that everything is hinged upon, it is pointless. It means absolutely nothing when you actually break it down. Because it just... Harry always would have done what Harry would have done whether he heard the prophecy or not. The only person it really mattered to was, was Voldemort, and I guess he kind of made it come true, but... Right, that's the whole that's the whole point. Like I guess the, the prophecy we get in three that she does about the servant going to his master, that's probably one of the only prophecies that we see that actually kind of comes true. No, I know. Well, we know that there are prophecies and that things must come true because they're prophecies, right? So like that's just one time that we saw, but it still came true. So, but it's not even a, it's not even really about the person that we think it's about because it's not about Sirius. We know that by the end of the book, but it's not even really about. Peter, like I saw someone kind of say that it's actually about Barty Crouch. And I'm like, oh, that actually makes a lot more sense because 
when you break down what the prophecy says, like it does not describe Wormtail at all, but it does kind of describe Barney well, Crouch. I was saying, like, I don't think it actually matters. Like, it doesn't really matter to the reader. No, until you like sit with a series for as long as we've sat with it, and we start just picking it apart, and yeah, then we're it, like, "Oh, this actually means this." Well, I mean, I'm not even saying that necessarily. That's just people speculating on what it means. But like, we know that, it, and the only one that can actually see the prophecy is the person that's about, right? The I think the, the person that's that about, it. and then I think the person who it was made to, and the person who made it. I think they can they can access it. Yeah. So like. Because, like, Dumbledore obviously has access to it because he has the memory in his brain, mm-hmm. um, which is how we see the full prophecy, is his is his memory of the prophecy. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think prophecies really aren't that problematic in the storyline, to be fair. Um, but I just think it'd be, I think it'd been cooler to have him go back Could have and been. save him. Because then, because then... He would have been saved, and Harry would have known that he that somebody went back and saved him. He could have thought that it was him, because originally I think he thought it was his dad. He did think, yeah, he did yeah. think it was his and dad. So, because he could, there's no way he could have seen for, an eye color yeah, that far was, across. He was waiting for his dad, right? And I yeah. think it would have been cool if he's like, "Oh crap, he's not coming. I guess I have to save myself." And then his dad shows up and does it. That would have been really cool. Which is the realization he kind of comes to in the book. We don't really get that in the movie as much because we can't be in his inner thoughts as much. No, I thought it would work fine in them. I mean, it works fine in the movie. Like, you can see him trying to, like, puzzle it out. Yeah. But no, I, I just think it would be cooler had his dad showed up. I don't know. I, I just want more... more sense. I do want more James content because I think we need to understand him more because... I don't really care about James and Lily, to be fair. I do. I don't. Not at all. I know you really care about the Marauders. I really don't care about them. I just... I don't know. It's It's kind of like one of those things that you see in, like especially on like Harry Potter TikTok and stuff is people just absolutely bashing James. And it's like, yeah, I'm not we don't know. Cause they're like, he was a terrible person. Like, well, clearly he wasn't a completely ter- terrible person because Lily married him. So something happened. So I just I mean, want to know. Well, I mean, he might've still been a terrible person, but unless I, you're just putting Lily on a pedestal. Well, that's the thing is I think people do put Lily on a pedestal. Oh, I think, um, I think there a lot of people just realize that, Hey, maybe she made some mistake too. And just, wasn't that perfect either. But I also do think James had some kind of turnaround between when we see him at the lake in his fifth year and when they started dating in their seventh year. I think that they're just kids. Yeah. And kids are kids. Um, That's a whole, that's a whole rant I can go on. Oh, I know. (laughs) So that's probably not right for today. That's it for today, I guess. So if, you like us, please like, share, view, download this episode. Um, share us with your friends so they can listen to us too. If you have any questions or comments or discussion topics, um, you can send it to our email at mudbloodspodcast at gmail.com. So thank you for listening. Peace.